talk. Okay, welcome back, everybody, to another fantastic episode of Hey Mate, Can You Talk? As always, I'm Pete Owen. And I'm Andy Cavell. Welcome back. We're joined this week by a lovely guest, Nick. Do you want to say hello to everybody? Hello, everybody. There we go. <laughs> Easily done. So, as always, we like to bring people on every now and again. The last couple of episodes have just been myself and Andy having a chat. But as you know, we are always looking out there on the socials for people to come and join us. If you've got a journey, if you've got a story, we would love you to come on board and have a chat with us. And Nick has kindly agreed to come on today and share his story, share his journey through life with us. Um, so Nick, why don't you give everybody just a sort of brief overview who you are where you come from you know yeah. welcome everybody into your world tonight yeah so uh yeah nick gray um originally from down south as you can probably tell by my accent not from around these parts um <laughs> but certainly lived up here 20 odd years um so yeah moved from st albans up to a place called weatherby uh, and now live in uh, garforth along with andy actually funnily enough um not a million miles away um and yeah i absolutely love living in yorkshire um wouldn't wouldn't move back um, I'm 38. Good lad. Yeah. Good lad. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely love my chips and gravy as well. Um, so yeah, so been up here pretty much 20, what is it, 23 years now I've been up here. Um, met my wife up here. Obviously she wasn't my wife when, when we met, but my whole kind of like good parts of my life, in my opinion, have happened up here. So yeah, it's been amazing. That's good. That's great. Well, first of all, thank you for joining us. That's right, mate. It's, it's good to have you here. As you know, uh, as you've just said, uh, you've got a, a connection to Andy. So Andy, I'll let you sort of yep. bring this next bit in for us, really. Yeah, super. So uh, so Nick and I know our, know each other through football initially. Yep. So um, initially it were old blokes football. Me and, me and Nick are, uh, are of an age that we, we're not young spring chickens anymore. <laughs> and we'd, we'd just like to... Uh, to keep going with football it's it's been a big part of my life and it's been a big part of Nick's life as well um, and being in and around a dressing dressing room and, and, and what not turns out after playing football with one another for, for probably about half a season it, it turned out that our daughters were, were going to the same school the next year and and we now see each other pretty much most most days I yeah, guess most mornings yep yeah. school runs yep um, now Nick to me, was just a bloke playing football. No, it, no biggie, nothing. A guy with no hair playing football. What? What? What's what to shout about? Hair. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> but but Nick's Nick's got a got a backstory. Nick's got alopecia, um, and w- what I would like to go into is how that has been an impact in in your life. Yep. Um, going right back to, to probably the earliest time when, it, if you've had it for all of your life or if you developed it or, or, or anything like that and how it's affected childhood, adolescence and, and how that's created, you know, Nick of today that, that, we, that we know and, yep. and, and love. So if, if you could let us know... I guess when when did it start? Did it start once upon a time? Um, yeah. So uh, basically, um, we don't actually know the catalyst or the reason behind it happening. But I was in year seven, so around ten years old, eleven years old. Um, my mother 
um, went to go see a, a friend of hers, actually one of my primary school friends, um, moved out to Minnesota. Uh, and I was in the bath, like most kids are, <laughs> and I was styling my hair, making mohawks and stuff like that. And this particular evening, it, obviously my mother wasn't there, and I don't believe it was anything to do with my mum being away, to be honest with you, but... I said to my dad that that particular evening, I said, uh, my hair started to come out in clumps. There was, um, you could see it in my hands. Um, so that was the first interaction with losing some hair. Um, but weirdly, uh, as I said to you guys earlier on today, that because I've been involved in, in football since I was about six, seven years old, there was another child within my football team and he, um, he unfortunately lost all of his hair. Um, so weirdly there was and it's quite rare actually to see two children you know that, yeah, yeah. That, that have experienced that so I knew Jonathan he was called Jonathan Mickey actually um, we're still connected on social media but he um, his parents actually split up and I, I believe that was the catalyst for him losing his hair right okay um, so it, uh, we didn't know it was the same initially but the support mechanisms initially weren't very good yeah. with um, the GPs and stuff like that but that's kind of when it started yeah and when you say it were, it were coming out in clumps what what it literally yeah yeah so um, I don't know if you've ever tried to pull your own hair out but certainly you know my daughters if I'm brushing it it's p- quite hard to yeah, like yeah. pull hair yeah. out right you know so n- please let me advocate I'm not pulling my daughter's hair out yeah. it's, <laughs> it's just don't really have much to test it on obviously <laughs> myself but um yeah basically you know i would have a just a normal comb you know a little black comb and it literally there will be i don't know handfuls really know. yeah so there'll be quite a lot yeah. that must have been quite scary at that age for that to happen though because you wouldn't you wouldn't have been aware in the initial moment when that was happening that oh my friend at school has alopecia like this obviously is what this is yeah no, I, you'd have I, just I, been sat there in the bath like we all remember that time that you you've absolutely nailed it we've all sat in the bath loads of shampoo in your hair yep. putting it up yeah. into spikes and whatever like that and then you've just kind of gone oh like this is happening yeah i i don't think there was a panic initially um off the back of it like i say my, my mother was actually away for it was a i believe a minimum of a week and I think my father and I went to the local GP and he didn't really do much, to be honest mm. with you. We actually got more support through Jonathan's uh, mother at the time. Um, so my father could at least speak and kind of say, I wonder if this is the same. Um, Did yeah. you think that it was it was serious at, or, or that it was something as opposed to just, oh, I've got a little bit of... Um, no, I... I Passed it off. Yeah, I just passed it off. Yeah. You're 11 I mean, years old. I'm more bothered about playing Sonic on my Mega Drive. Yeah, to yeah, be honest yeah. with you. Because when you're game. young, you can When you don't think about stuff like that, that you just think, ah, it'll grow back. Yeah. So there wouldn't. Yeah, I don't think you would have. Yeah, mm. there wouldn't have been that initial panic. No, there. W- <laughs> I, I think if we were, well, we're all around the same age, late thirties, early forties. <laughs> 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 but but certainly, you know, if it happened now, you. You would go, oh my god! Yeah, know, yeah. But y- yeah, you're right. I, I think when I was ten, eleven years old, um, I knew something wasn't right, you mm. know. But I didn't, I didn't know what the impact would be, and, and kind of that journey that I'm sure we'll talk about, you know, mm. that, that I went on. So, you're eleven years old. Yep. Careful how I'm saying this now. You're playing in the bath. <laughs> Your hair's falling out. What was the timeline? I mean, did it all come out? No, no. So, um, 
in year seven, um, I, I went to a school. It's called Sandringham School in St Albans. So it was very, very good school. Blazers, shirt, tie. Told to open the doors for teachers. I had. Um, Imagine a Peter Andre haircut, very dark black. I'll, I'll show you guys later. Andy's obviously seen photos. I am, no. Have you not? No, honestly, no. I am. Okay. I, I don't know what Nick Gray looks like with hair. I kind of feel like my phone's obviously off because we're recording yeah, this, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, I kind of feel that I, I'll obviously share that. And do you know what? If they want to share the pictures on the socials afterwards, more than happy for them to do that kind of before and after. But, um, yeah, so think Peter Andre, dark black hair, bold cut. Wow. You know, um, classic. Yeah. <laughs> Wet look gel. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, so it was relatively long, you know, like yeah. Pete, your, your hair's a bit long on the top, right? So imagine mm. that, you know, like a yeah, yeah, yeah. bowl cut type of haircut. So initially the patches that I had were kind of covered by that length of hair that you had. So weirdly, I could kind of hide it. Um, and did you? I did initially, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, my my mum used to take us to this um, hairdresser's. There was I can't remember her name. Blonde haired lady. She was a fantastic hairdresser, and she she worked her magic to hide it where mm. possible. Because um, as you can imagine, you're 11 years old joining, you know, a secondary school. Yeah, know, hormones probably starting to race, and God knows what else. Start and, uh, thinking about like girls and, yeah. and and partners and stuff like yeah, that yeah. yeah and you know your discos or whatever you know you end the term discos or whatever you would do and and uh, any kind of difference yeah. when you're in in that age in school we've all been there like high school is savage isn't it yeah, yeah. it's savage well, well you go from being top of the tree in year six yeah to bottom of the tree in year seven so yeah. suddenly you suddenly realize you're a very small fish in a huge pond whereas yeah. mm. i'm not saying i was the big fish but i even in year six, there was only 12 kids that were in my year. So oh, wow. it was very intimate. Wow. You know, the, the previous school, we lived in a village just outside St. Albans. Um, so everyone kind of knew each other and very close, obviously. But then you go into a school of maybe four, five, six hundred people. Mm. And you suddenly, you know, you're starting to stick out, you know. So, um, so yeah. That's so you, your first year. If you like, when you found out, you know, you were you were losing your hair. Like I've got limited knowledge of, of alopecia, so yep. if my questions seem a bit silly, That's fine. do forgive no, me. No but I, I do know that when people have alopecia, if it does grow back, it grows back white, doesn't yeah. it? So you get the patches. Did that happen with you, or was it? Did you just have patches fall out and you covered it as best you could, or? Yeah. So initially, it just it just fell out, um, and then off the back of speaking to my football teammate. Um, Jonathan and, and his mother, we were referred to a specialist. Um, so having lived in St Albans, we weren't a million miles from Guy's and St Thomas's Hospital. Um, so I was referred to Guy's. So again, it would have an impact on schooling because I was having to go to central London. It's right by the Houses of Parliament, Guy's and St Thomas's. So mm. it's not a 10-minute trip. It's at least a half an hour on the train, you know, going to have these consultations with, with specialists and you know, and to be fair, you know, we're going back, what, I'm 38 now, so, you know, going back a, a 25 years, yeah. you know, um, if not longer, that, you know, the, the research and stuff behind it and the information, let's face it, guys, we didn't have the internet in year seven. Mm. I think we had dial-up, didn't we, right? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. you know, Ask Jeeves and Google didn't necessarily have information about alopecia because someone no. has to create the content for it, right? So information came quite slowly uh, and came from the consultants, 
Um, so what what they initially tried was um, uh, oral steroids. Okay. Um, what they said to me uh, and to my parents, and obviously we had a discussion, was this is going to potentially stunt Nick's growth. Uh, you the guys, steroids. Yeah, the steroids. Right. But you guys, you've met me for the first time today. Andy's known me for, for several years, but I'm six foot two. Yeah. Right? So... That didn't that stunt your growth it, then. Well, I could have luckily. been. I could have been an NBA player, maybe <laughs> or something. What like could that. have but, been? <laughs> but what it did do, um, those types of steroids. You took um, eight tablets. I remember this: eight tablets for three days, seven tablets for three days, and you weaned down. But they made you put a lot of weight on, right? So, with any of these, you know, um, treatments, medicines, or whatever I talked to you around, all of them had a an effect. Mm. Trade off. Um, yeah, there was always a trade off, right? Um, so, so they tried me on steroids, and I got a bit of white hair growth. Uh, they call it like a downy fine hair. Um, but also, the, there's a drug that you can actually buy in boots now. I've seen it in Costco recently. Shout out Costco! I love Costco. <laughs> um, but there's a drug called um, Regain. Um, All right, yeah, I've heard of that. Its actual name is Minoxidil, um, and I think it, I think where it started from, it was a tablet that people used to take. And this particular tablet would make people have hair growth. It was really weird. So they turned it into a lotion. So the, this lotion that I used to get, I think the street value, you know, if you were to mm. buy in Costco or Boots or something like that, was like 80, 90 pounds. You know, we're right, again, okay. going back 20 odd years ago, I think inflation, you know, <laughs> how much that, that would have cost. Um, so I had steroid already. I had steroid topical. So I'd rub this steroid on, on the patches on my head and monoxidil. And I would get hair growth. But then it would fall out again. Right. So it was never, it was never, you know, oh god, it's all come back and fantastic. I would get probably eighty-five percent, and then I would lose some. So it was always a bit of a roller coaster, to be honest yeah. with you. You know, you would lose some, some would grow back, and then you would lose another patch. It was almost like the ball patches were working their way around my head. You know, I'll grow this bit back. Were it always different, yeah. different locations? Yeah. The worst one, and, and again, I'll show you the photos later, but. Imagine, you know, the the size of this microphone heads, you know, yeah. when a 11-year-old um, head right on the front of my forehead. Oh, wow. Okay, so, yeah. you know. There's no hiding that. No. 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 And, I, I, you know, I remember, uh, I remember actually when I was about 15, I think, so just before we moved up to, to Weatherby, I remember going to York Minster. And this is a, again, you might touch on this later, but going in York Minster, I used to wear a cap a lot. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they kicked off at me because I wouldn't take my cap off because I was in York Minster. Oh, really? Yeah, and, uh, you know, I, I had circumstances like that where I didn't want to take this thing off, you know, as I got older, and, and I was forced to in some instances. Mate, there wasn't the sensitivity around no. around different... People. People with different, different conditions and stuff back then, I suppose, was there? Yeah. I, I mean, what was generally the... The the reception of sort of y your classmates and your peers in high school whilst this was all going on. So one thing I will say, and Andy's touched on it, football has been a big part of my life. Um, I've been lucky enough to look. I I was never good enough to be professional like Andy over here could have done it probably, but um, I always played at a relatively good standard. And the biggest thing that I found through my whole life with football is connecting with people mm. from six years old or me and Andy still playing a football team now you know um, and it's a fantastic way to get to know people so 
when I joined Sandringham, all the local kind of primary schools, there was probably five or six in my particular area. The majority of the children that played in, it was called Harvesters Football Club in St Albans, the majority of them went to one or two of those schools in that local area. Um, and I had, they call them cliques now, but mm. obviously we wouldn't know what they were called back in, back in the day, but... Um, I had a huge support network because of that, because they they knew, they were aware there was another player in the team, as I said to you. Um, so, and I had a talent, you know, I, I played every sport. I, I loved basketball. I played football. I did rugby. I did athletics. My build is not of <laughs> that these days, but I love sport and it, maybe it was my outlet. But because I had that, I also, people knew Nick, not what I looked like. Um, so I had a lot of protection because of colleagues, teammates, mm. classmates. Um, but there was bullying. There is no doubt. And I'm sure we'll it's quite lucky that. then that you had that during your school year. Because as I said, like hi- I remember high school just being absolutely savage. Brutal. Yeah. yeah, it's brutal. Um, kids pick up, pick up on something that's different about you. Anything. Yeah, and they just run with it. So to, to have the support that you had within like a sports team and like your different activities that you did must have been quite a big help for you than I would have thought. Yeah, because again, I think a lot of them, the lads that I played with from like six, seven years old, you know, wanted, you know, they don't do this anymore, but it was an 11 aside pitch at six, seven years old. They start much smaller now, but but those lads knew me and they obviously knew Jonathan and I, I believe Jonathan had hair then lost his as well. So, much more accepting you know and I think that's something that I've learned as I've got older you know don't judge a book by its cover and just because someone looks different doesn't mean that they are different as well mm. you know and I wouldn't be sat here doing this podcast for you guys right now if you know I'm trying to help educate Cosh, people yeah. as well, you know? and, I, and I think like what, like what Pete's just said as soon as he, there's a difference yeah you you it, it, it's, it's relentless. Mine used to be my teeth because I, I still haven't grown into them yet. <laughs> um, Sorry, I, took I, <laughs> I got that all, all the way through. But something, something that's you know, as as unfortunately obvious as losing your hair is you can't wear a cap in school. You can't do any of that. You can't do any of that. So I guess for. For me, with with you having that support structure around you through sports teams, that's obviously given you a lot of strength of character. That's that's enabled you to to be able to kind of walk around your chest out and and, and whatnot and and just own that. Yeah. But do you think think that you gained that conversation? Uh, what's the word I'm looking for now? That confidence. As a as a as a you know byproduct of being part of that structure, and not being judged in that way to to maybe deflect anything that w- that came in. Yeah, it's a good question. Um, do I think I got confidence because of it? Yes and no. I I don't know. There, there were things that I did um, to suppress the bullying, um, which I'll, I'll talk about if you guys want me to talk around. Yeah, go for it. Um, so maybe we'll touch on that and I think that's where uh, I think naturally I'm quite a confident I was always a confident kid um, that's my experience of you yeah I um, wear my heart on my sleeve I will put myself in my boss we, we, 
my boss, we just had a personal development meeting today and he said, Nick, one of your biggest attributes is relationship building mm. and um, your empathy and working with people and always willing to, to get stuck in. Um, so I think naturally I had that. Mm. Um, one of the big catalysts, and I talk about this actually when I'm teaching partners or, or even early in career people, certainly in the business that I work now, but... Um, was I spoke to her and I remember her um, a lady called Mrs. Rawlinson um, and she was my first ever tutor in year seven um, and she was hilarious um, but I, I, I spoke to her and I said look you know I'm starting to get bullied um, I'd like to stand up an assembly um, wow. and talk to all the students was uh, this when you were still back down south or was this when you yeah. moved? Because I'm, I'm bearing so I'm, in mind I'm all 11, the time. I'm 11. Oh, this, I, wait, this is r- I'm 11 way back old. when? This is year seven. Yeah. Oh, wow, so okay. Ballsy move. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, remember, I remember it. Like, I kind of, I think I felt that, again, you've been introduced to suddenly years eight through to 12 or 13, yeah. people shouting stuff, you got cancer. You know, wow. Obviously, they probably didn't do any Yorkshire accent, but um, <laughs> you know, especially not a terrible Yorkshire accent. Yeah, sorry, lads. Um, but yeah, they, they would shout all sorts, baldy. You think of any, you know, cruel word, phrase, I would get it thrown at me. Um, teachers wouldn't treat me any differently, which in a weird way was quite good, you know. Yeah. So obviously, yeah. but they're adults, right? Yeah. Um, but but overall, typically, you know, I would get stuff shouted at me, bullied, and whatever else. So to kind of attack it at school rather than use fists because I'm not a violent guy although I'm a, I'm a big guy I'm, I'm, I'm a teddy bear really you know mm. I think everyone knows that about me um, I spoke to my tutor Mrs Rawlinson and I said look c- can I speak in assembly and again we're going back to this is I don't know several hundred people in this big hall um, and they let me stand up for it was only a few minutes to be honest with you but stand up and just speak and, and just have a conversation around, right, my name's Nick Gray, um, this is what I've got, it's not contagious, every kid thought they would catch it off me, you know, it was, again, yeah. you know, it's the way kids' minds work, but, um, yeah, they, they they allow me to do that, and you know what, for a whole year, I had no problems, I had no problems, because, like when you face things head on, and I've put the message out, yeah. you got any questions? No, there's no yeah. questions. I, I probably didn't ask it. It's like, like speak now or forever hold your yeah, peace about like, it kind look, of thing. You've got an opportunity yeah. to hear it. You've you know. taken wind out of the sails, haven't you? Don't matter what you say now, mate. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I already know that, that that's there. Yeah, and, and, and Andy, I think you said something the other day to me and maybe one of the school runs, like, I can't remember if it was you or someone else, but someone said to me recently that you've had the most difficult thing, and I know we'll probably talk about the other things that I've gone through in my life, but... I'm quite resilient now, mm. you know. I, you know, to deal with stuff like that from a young age, you know, if someone gives me some bad news now, you know, don't get me wrong, it, sometimes it hurts, but I can deal with it. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I did that in year seven, bullying stopped for pretty much for a year. Then you get the next year in, so now yeah, you're in year yeah. eight, year seven. Of course, just like I was, oh, what's that? You look different. Mm. Yeah. Um, you know, there's... You know, and kids are cruel. Look, I, I'm going to hold my hand up. I think you could both do the same. Every child 
has said something they regret. There will be something, yeah. you know, yeah. whether you've got a particular colour hair. Like I'm not going to say it on here because I don't think it's right. But if you've got a particular colour hair, you talked about this earlier on, Pete, that you've got grey hair, right? You know, yeah, so I've been going grey since I was like in my late teens. Exactly. Yeah. So they might have been going, all right, all fella or whatever. And, I, I you know, someone's going to say something and it may or may not offend you. Um, but, yeah, certainly there were quite offensive things said to me when I was younger, right? So you did that in the beginning. That yep. was that sort of put things to bed in that school. But then you changed high schools, didn't you? Because you, how old were you when you moved? Yeah. So that was, yeah. Uh, I moved when I was fifteen, turning sixteen. So I moved probably like the worst last possible year? time, year ten, end of year ten into year eleven. So probably so the you, worst. So time. your last year of yeah. high school. So yeah. you moved from down south yep. up here. About 170 miles, yeah. Yeah, and, and by this time, have you have you lost your hair by this point, or are you no, still on... No, still patchy. Still patchy, but yeah. it's noticeable. Oh, even worse. Even yeah. worse. So yeah. you've you've moved up north. What, what was the reaction? Because you've essentially had to start all over again with this and build these relationships, haven't you? You had kind of your, your comfort bracket, your friends with your sport groups and everything like that, and you've had to sort of start again, haven't you? Yeah. What what was what was that like? I mean, because I can imagine that walking in and with you had people that knew you back then in your old school and yep. kind of you know had played with sports with you and stuff like that, and then you've kind of moved up here and like it's a fresh start. And yes, I would, you're right. So the girls that I knew, yeah, you know, dating was always we talked around this. Dating was always difficult because unfortunately at that younger age, yeah, they don't. <laughs> No offence, girls, but but you never look at blokes at 11, not even blokes, kids at 11, 12, 13 and go, oh, he's hilarious, I'm going to date him. It's typically, it was yeah. done, in, in my opinion. Surface level. Yeah, yeah it yeah, was yeah. always done on, oh, he looks the best. Um, so I looked at it two ways, as an opportunity to meet new people. But yeah, you're right, I, I lost a huge support network. Mm. Um, the reasons were down to my 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 father's actually got um, a degenerative um, eye disorder called uh, glaucoma. Oh, okay. um, so he's now registered blind actually, but um, he uh, it was going to affect his work. He worked for Islington Council, um, and we spent a lot of time. Me and Andy were talking earlier that we used to come up to Yorkshire quite a lot, and we had a touring caravan that my parents. Um, you know, uh, held up um, up here in uh, Yorkshire, and we loved it up here. So mm. he actually found an opportunity working for Leeds Council. It meant that my parents could could sell up. At the time, there was such a significant difference as there is now. Actually, yeah. when you've got cost of houses, and and we moved to a lovely area, which y- you two both know it is, and called Weatherby. Um, so it kind of probably reset reset for my parents. A nice new home, new car, fresh start. Mm. Um, new job for my father so the first thing I did and you can ask me the question what was the first thing you did <laughs> I can guess or, uh, football yeah. yeah so um going back to what I said earlier on the, the first thing uh, again I, I can't stress this enough football's been a, a big part of my life I joined a, a team up here called Kirk Deaton Rangers um maybe you played against them Andy when you were younger yeah, beat them every time <laughs> Um, (laughs) and to be honest with you like some of the lads that uh, so I went to Boston Spa School which weirdly both Andy and I went to actually um, along with his partner so there's all these weird connections as you get older but yeah so I joined Kirk D and half the team went to Weatherby High um, and several not all but several of the players went to Boston Spa 
Um, so, yeah, I, I started football. Um, again, none of the lads in the changing room or had a quibble about how I looked. They were just like, there's a new lad, he's coming to play football. And several of those lads have remained close friends. One of them is actually the godfather to one of my daughters and I'm the godfather to one of their daughters. So, you know, if you string back football for me, yeah. it literally has got been from... There's a through line Yeah, there, all the way through, yeah, including yeah. yourself, Andy, you know. Yeah. So, so yeah, so, um, yeah, I joined a football team up here. Um, and, again, I'm quite a social guy. We lived in a street. Um, a couple of lads, Richard and Robert, lived opposite. We got to know them. Um, they introduced me to people. Again, they didn't, they didn't care what I looked like. They were good lads, one-on-one. Used to play PlayStation, PlayStation 2 always been into tech me and um kind of built a new friendship network up here weirdly i think it was the best thing my parents could do from an education standpoint because for a year that kind of 15 to kind of 16 and a half cut of age i've really focused on just getting my schoolwork done right yeah so you come home they want initially there weren't many people to hang around with and if any of you know kind of boston spa school a new thing for me was I never ever saw 24 buses getting bussed in for people. <laughs> like, where I live, that, that didn't happen. I'm not saying we rocked up yeah. in Rolls Royces or Bentleys. That definitely wasn't the case. But seeing 24 buses and, you know, these areas, Seacroft, Winmore and stuff like that, that would be bussed into Boston. So um, a lot of the lads, you know, even at the school, I joined the school football team. I got involved with football there. You know, that's how I got to know people. But... Sarah actually, you know, uh, Andy's wife, um, remembers me from school, remembers that I look different. Mm. You were in the same year, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, we were in the yeah. same year. So, again, it's weird how all these connections happen and how we know each other with our daughters now. But Sarah does remember me. I think a lot of people say they know me because, again, I, I look different. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it, I think when we met the first time, she was like, I know that guy, I know that guy. Yeah. So... You know, a lot of people in Weatherby, when I moved up here, got to know Nick. Um, so, yeah, so so that's kind of how I hand it, handled it initially. Um, and there was a lad, I remember this, he's called Gaz Evans. He's still around, still staying in contact every now and again, as you do as you get older. And we were in design technology in Boston. Um, and I, I've always loved IT, design technology, all those types of subjects, very hands-on. Um, and he said to me one day, and I was into garage music, as I said to you guys earlier on, and he was playing a bit of that. And he said, why don't you shave it off? And I went, yeah. And then I remember coming home this night, and um, I just shaved my head. So How old were you when, when you did that? About 16. About 16. So you, you at 16 you decided, oh, yeah, just I'm not bothered anymore. I just, I just got to the point where I, I went through a stage of, do you know what? I look different if I shave it. And at this time, like, you guys obviously can visually see me and I know we're recording this, but I used to have eyebrows and I used to have eyelashes. I lost those as I got older and I can tell you that later on. But um, So actually shaving my head was not necessarily... How long was it when you shaved it? What? How long was your hair? Was it relatively oh, long when you it. went... I picked it. No, I mean, before you... Oh, did you, did you still have, like, the, the, the Peter oh, yeah. Andre style yeah, yeah, and yeah, you just shaved it off? Just shaved it off when... I bet, I might be wrong, but I bet the reaction to you shaving your head yeah. was probably more extreme than people realising you had patches of, like, white hair. Yeah. Was it a bit more like, are people like, oh, my God, wow, he shaved his head? Um, 
you'd have to ask Andy's wife to be fair, <laughs> wouldn't you? Um, yeah, I don't know. For me, maybe there's always this. Maybe it was an acceptance that do you know what this isn't working. It's you just know. a shaved head, then, isn't and it? I guess you know because we've all been through that in school, though, haven't they? Where we've you had these must have shaved your head. Yeah. Well, yeah. no. I don't think I maybe ever did. Maybe that's the way we can fundraise, maybe. You know. I wouldn't I'm in. No. I, I am in. I'm all about it. Right. The only, t- <laughs> the only time, the only time I've ever shaved my head, yeah. I, I've never did it. I never had cropped hair. I had like, yeah, yeah. I've always had like a comb over type style. Always had it. Yeah. All my life. And then as I've got older, it's got greyer and I yeah. just sweep it back. Uh, but the only time I've ever shaved my head um, was when I, when I went travelling when I was when I was okay. in Thailand because yeah, it was yeah. just too hot. Too warm. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah. shaved my head and I remember doing it and posting a picture and everybody was like, "What?" Yeah. Like, didn't, <laughs> nobody thought I'd ever do that. So yeah, no, I've never been. So they're probably like you just said for yourself. There probably was that reaction because yeah. I've looked. It's weird. Even in my working life now, I spend a lot of time speaking to people. And I notice when typically the women have done something with their hair. It's yeah. a weird thing that I've right, got. Okay. Um, maybe it's because I'm just envious. But um, <laughs> but to be honest with you, like uh, maybe they probably thought that. Like, God, he looks different. And yeah. maybe I looked more normal. And I probably did. And That's what I mean. It's a shaved head then, isn't it? Yeah. Because it, that was a thing a in school, though, wasn't it? Everybody did that. Yeah. There was always that David kid Beckham. who... Was, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was always Mohawk that kid who's like, he'd lot. grow his hair long and then he'd come in one day. Like, I remember growing up, in high school, my high school was savage. I went, I went to a high school in North Wales that was savage. And like my friendship group was like me, who like I was not sporty as a, I was like I was that nothing kid. I had no real great not part of a of a, of a certain group. Yeah, like. no, I was I was I wasn't in with the sporty kids. I wasn't particularly gifted mentally. I was like a bit of an. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> <laughs> but That's I was where Andy's kind of kind of just. Floated like I was a bit of a loser kid, and like my friendship group was like the one kid in school who was into like really really hard rock music, okay. and like Ellis had like really really long hair. Uh, my mate Gareth, he was like the absolute opposite of sporty. Um, my mate, was, and we we weren't the most popular kids in school. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But we were always there was like I remember like Ellis had like really long hair he was a rocker and he was like the only one in our school yeah. and I remember one day he never told any of us like we'd keep in touch on the weekends and he never told any of us and he, he turned up one day with like with it both all taken off and we were like what who are you <laughs> yeah what, what, what where did this come from so that's why that's where my, my question came from because yeah. I can imagine that kids would probably notice more that you've shaved what you had left of your hair off yeah. than the fact that you were losing it in patches. Yeah, and don't forget, uh, at this point, I'm 15, 16, right? Yeah. So you get into your more formative yeah, years, yeah. kind of getting ready for sixth form college, whatever it was, you know, and I, I, there probably were lads. Like, I think even Gaz had a shaved head for periods, yeah, of, you yeah. know, and you've probably had it as well, Andy. Like, So people have definitely shaved, shaved their heads, but... Lockdown. <laughs> Did you do a lockdown shave? Mate, I, Sarah, uh, my, my missus, she cut my hair through <laughs> through lockdown and I'm gutted that she won't do it anymore. She, my, my missus is a dog groomer. Anyone who wants a dog grooming? Um, <laughs> Hashtag so, amazing <laughs> dog grooming. <laughs> Are we saying that dog grooming... The skills were transferable and she Mate, cut your hair. He's a what, what she did, <laughs> What she did, right? Get this. I was third in line, so she'd, she'd do she'd do Toby, yeah, the, 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 the Springer Spaniel, then she'd do Louis the Cocker Spaniel, and then she'd go 
I've got them out now. Get yourself sat down. With the, hang on, she shaved same your head ones. with the dog clippers. Yeah, yeah, same yeah. ones. Yeah, yeah. Did she grind down your nails and everything, and you know, like give you a treat when she were done? <laughs> it's when she has to put you in the hoist. So no, yeah. Bite her. Um, but but one day she she she's uh, it was long and it were, it sort of grows out a bit. I've got quite a curly hair when it when it grows a bit, and and I, and I was like, I'm desperate, desperate, need it doing. <laughs> come, come, no, no, I can't be bothered. Anyway, I says, if you don't come down, I'm going to do it myself. And she went, you are. Phone out and I'm videoing. It. I'm going. I'm going to do it. Why not a mirror? And because I couldn't. I, Were you video calling her? <laughs> no, I just. All I right. Just <laughs> and I just went like that, and I just did a line right down middle. Like a reverse mohawk. Like right now you got to do it. Yeah. And she didn't. And she didn't. No. She, did. <laughs> she just left you with a big cut in the. Wow. <laughs> but I just want to go back because you mentioned your eyebrows and your eyelashes. Yeah. Now this until we discussed it however long ago it was, had never, ever, ever once crossed my mind, ever. Yeah. The amount that your eyebrows and your eyelashes protect you against rain, against sweat, against dust, yep. all that sort of stuff. I'd never heard this until you said this before we recorded it tonight. Yeah. <laughs> it's, but but why would you? Do you know what I mean? It, uh, and, and I these, suppose it's a given, isn't exactly, it? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. these, these are the differences that... that Somebody who's gone through what you've gone through, and and now you don't have any hair. No, no. So, like the 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 fact that if you're sweating, if you're running around and you're sweating, for us it kind of drips down your face, and your eyebrows kind of take it down past your oh, eyes. Right. Them, they, yeah. Last line of defence is your eye eyelashes that that kind of bead it and drop it off. Right. Nick just gets sweaty eyeballs. Yep. So hang on on a. <laughs> Stop, I'm gonna get. Stop I've winking got, at me, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to get my head around this. So on on a daily, yeah. So it's a normal. Say say you're out on. What out out or you you're out walking I'm around walking town around. Okay. on on a on a normal summer's day in Yorkshire. Are you sure? It, it was on the, a Tuesday the, this year. The sunny day. The, it was on a Tuesday Weird this year. Summer was great. Yeah. <laughs> but like, what's what's like? All right, because you've said this now on like eyebrows and eyelashes. So what's yeah. like the daily thing that you have to fight against because you don't have them? So the weird one that everyone, and they take the mickey out of me rightfully, I wear sunglasses a lot. Um, like pop- Kanye. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm a bit of a diva, aren't I, to be verbal. Yeah, so... And yeah. you're out in the sun naturally you get these weird f- go faster strikes my wife calls it down the, oh, side, of on the side of your head so those glasses okay. you've got on right now on pete yeah you imagine if you're wearing those all day and it's sunny yeah and you get a bit of mi- mickey taken but typically from your partner oh and work colleagues i get it from as well um but i wear the sunglasses because as andy said your your eyelashes are like window wipers right so which can happen, you know, or there's a bit of spray or whatever, dust. It just protects my eyes a bit. So, you know, yeah. So I wear sunglasses quite a lot. You just don't think, yeah. Yeah. Nah. So, like, so you're walking, if it's a bit windy, and there's like, so if you're at the seaside or whatever, sandy. Yeah. Well, not just sand, even if it's just wind or... the, the, I, the example I gave you guys earlier on was I went on Rita the roller coaster. Yeah. Just a fast roller coaster, guys. 
Big up Alton Towers. Yeah. <laughs> if anybody wants to send us any free tickets. Is it, is it, Alton, is it Alton Towers? Yeah, Rita was Alton it Towers yeah, on it, yeah. 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 So I, I do like a, a theme park. We go to America quite a lot. But um, yeah, if I went on something like that or Nemesis, because of the force of the winds that's hitting my eyes, because yeah. you're going at 70 miles an hour on that Rita, I think it was, and you're probably going at 30, 40 miles an hour. Nick's going to make an excuse here for the reason that he goes around it with his eyes closed screaming. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's probably it, yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but, but what typically happens is my eyes water. Yeah. So if you think if I was to blow wind in your eyes, you know, or air in your eyes, naturally they're going to water, Dry aren't on. they? Again, oh, that, is, a, that is mad, a, that. It's a protective thing, right, for your yeah. eyes as well. So the eyelashes, look, I haven't had eyelashes in a very long time, but always my understanding has been that they're there to protect your eyes, you know, and, um, yeah, yeah, so that's why I wear sunglasses. The eyebrows thing, Andy's right, I'm completely bald, right? So if you're sweating, look, you know, and you do sweat when you play football, you're running about, sweat goes straight into my eyeball. Because if you think about it, it's dripping down your head. There's no eyebrow to act as a sponge a or a gutter. Away. Yeah, because so, so for anyone it that's not seen Pete is rubbing his eyebrows. Yeah, not, yeah. <laughs> I'm not taking the mick. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm trying to, out, trying to work it out. And yeah, they, so, they, yeah, so I'm getting sympathy from you two, right? <laughs> yeah. So this is how good my wife is. Um, she bought me, um, along with some friends, we were in London, and she bought me a pack of stick-on eyebrows, guys. <laughs> monobrow. Bants. Monobrow. <laughs> there was like two cheesy Watsits, which were like um, like orange, like, you know, uh, ginger did, ones. Did you wear them? I did. Around London. There's actually a picture um, that, again, share on the <laughs> socials. Um, but, yeah, look, I'm game for a laugh. But, yeah, you know, that's... But I wouldn't change my wife, right? But, you know, I- if I had any wish, I'm not bothered about my head being bald. Yeah. All I w- And I've told Andy this, eyebrows, eyelashes and nostril hair. Mm. So let's go into nostril hair. <laughs> I, I work for a company that I travel around the UK quite a bit. Um, so big up Cisco. I, I work for a huge international company, an amazing company th- to work for. And with my job, I travel, right? So going to London, I travel on the tube, you don't realise how much crap is in the air. You know, if you had a microscope, you know, of all the dust and That'd particles. So, so what typically happens um, the morning after, I have to have a hot steam shower. Hopefully I'm not giving people images they don't want to see here. But, but to, blast it all to, out. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Oh. To just like, you know, you know, like when, you know, you feel bunged up, you know, with a cold or something. Yeah. You just need that kind of moist, warm air. Mm. I have to do that just to clear my nostrils out. So, again, it's a filtration system, right? Yeah, because, so of course, you don't think about it because your nostril hair is there to stop st- ex- things from going up there, it's which filter, shouldn't be. It? It's a filter. Yeah. yeah. So, you don't see so this so is all like of these things have purpose, Pete. And yeah. you're thinking, amazing. Like, you could probably put this in a quiz, couldn't you? <laughs> I don't get it. Um, no, <laughs> but you, I like I say I've got very limited knowledge and and dealing with alopecia. Yeah, but I, I understand what it was. I've heard of the condition and yeah. I've seen the yeah. you know the, the how how it happens to people. But I never once considered until you've actually spoke candidly about it tonight. I never considered eyebrows and eyelashes. I certainly did not think about nostril hair yeah. mm. and like the importance that that plays in your body. I think everybody goes, oh yeah, it's bad, like you've lost your hair. 
But really, like like I said to you before we start recording this, like obviously as you're getting older now, yeah, people. I'm not that old, mate. No, we're not that old. <laughs> we're definitely not that old. But as we're getting older in life, yeah, people will be. They won't look at you and go, "Oh, this man's got alopecia." They'll just be, "He's bald." Yeah. But, but yeah, like. The, uh, and, and it's weird, so just to touch on that, so if we go two ends of the spectrums, Andy has known me for two, three years now. No, in fact, longer than that. Maybe four years. And and Andy only recently realised that I didn't have eyelashes or eyebrows, right? And yeah. like he said, it was probably a year, I don't know, maybe having a pint and we're talking, yeah. and I've mentioned it in passing. The other thing I want to mention is my daughter's six years old. Andy's daughter's the same. All our kids are obviously the same age, right? But my daughter doesn't look at me and go, Daddy's bald. No. She does say Daddy has no hair and she's yeah. tried to brush my hair and there's some hilarious videos of her doing it <laughs> when she's two years old. <laughs> but neither my daughter, Andy's daughter, any of the, the girls, and it's typically girls, sorry for young boys, uh, but typically girls in my daughter's class with Andy's daughter, they don't, they just see me as Lucy's dad who's bald. Yeah. yeah. You know, so it's kind of weird, isn't it, that, you know, I bet, if she was 11 or 12, and maybe this is a social problem, right? As you get older, you start coming up with these thoughts and picking on people. But my my daughter will play with any child from any background, any colour. Don't matter. I love it. And I know Andy's the same, right? Yeah. You know, so it's weird, isn't it? That, that you, uh, maybe we're going a bit deep here, but is that a something that people are taught you know, yeah, kids have an innocence though don't they yeah. Ki- yeah. kids have an innocence they just take people for what's in front of them yeah but I, di- I didn't mean that as in like somebody's going oh you're a bald man I just <laughs> meant I just meant that like if I just met if if Andy brought you to the pub yeah and and, and said oh Pete this is me, this is me mate Nick yeah I wouldn't go he's got no hair <laughs> yeah yeah I'd just be like because you're oh, a 40 year old bloke yeah we're, we're getting to that we're getting to that age. Like I've got, I've got mates who, who are getting that wonderful bit of male pattern baldness that yeah. goes through us all. But yeah. I just assume that you know you've started losing your hair and, and you shave you your head now. Off, yeah. You picked yeah. it off now. And I wouldn't even have noticed the eyebrows thing because I would just assume. And it really shocked me when you said earlier on that uh, you were really dark haired. Everyone yeah. thinks I was Be- blonde. Yeah, because I'd say, yeah, but yeah. I'd assume you can't see him because they're fair. Yeah. I'd assume you were fair-haired. No, really dark, like really dark brown, almost black. I think there's there's probably an important um, segue into into what we're talking about now, where we're talking about that it's it's not m- massively noticeable because you're a you're a bloke of a certain age. Yeah. Now yeah. now I think y- you do a bit with alopecia UK. Is that is is that what it's called? <laughs> I, I'm you've bad done, for you've me. Done yeah, I, I've had conversations done, with them. Um, there's, yeah, there's a charity that, that wasn't around that, that I was spoken to, and I, I wish I've actually done more. Yeah, yeah. To be honest with you, but, but yeah, I think that that alopecia would tell me if I'm wrong. Yeah, go on, mate. Would be more traumatic for a female. Oh, without a shadow of a doubt. Mm. Because now blokes talking, you wouldn't have even noticed. Yeah. yeah. Whereas a, a girl. It, it's not the you know it, it, at no point is that generally normal. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 Um. And and I think that. that and and do you know what? Sorry for jumping in. That's no, alright. Like, I don't know if you guys. I know we've all got children. We talked around this earlier on, but mm. that was one of the big factors I was nervous about having children. That it'd be hereditary. Yeah. Yeah. So Lucy, our daughter's hairs are very similar length, quite long. 
one day it's ponytails. That's all yeah, I can yeah. do. Hashtag yeah, ponytails. Um, yeah, can't do a plat. Can't do a plat. But you know, I, I was really worried about that. And is it? Is it though? So my sister has had patches. Um, wow. So she's got long blonde hair. Hers has been stress, I believe. My brother's got male pattern baldness. But when I look at my brother sometimes, and I think he knows this, so hopefully he doesn't hear it this way, but I, I do think he's had patches as well. Hmm. Um, I'm one of four kids. Um, and my youngest sister, who is Ashley, she, um, I don't think she's had any challenges with it. Um, my father was male pattern baldness. Mm. Um, I think I didn't really know my first grand grandfather on my dad's side. I think he had male pattern baldness. So I think naturally that was probably in the family. Um, my, my grandfather on my mother's side, um, my granddad's amazing. He's he's still got a decent head of hair now. So, so um, I'm, I'm the only one in my family. Like all my cousins are around the same age as me like we we take pictures every now and again when we get together for a pint which is rare these days because they live all the way down there and i'm i'm up here when we get to meet like first thing is i'm about a foot and a half taller than than my cousins <laughs> which they've got the run back because my cousins kids are tall like yeah. they're all about my height and like jamie and josh now with like 19 you know get, getting into into the you know the adults now yeah uh, and they're like they're taller than me, mm. and I've always been the tallest in my family. They're taller than me, but like my cousins are bald. Ah, Kevin, bless him. I hope he's listening to this because <laughs> it's been a, it's been it's been a standard for years. We say it's only that wet look gel that's holding any hair that's left <laughs> on his head. <laughs> Do you remember that? Like in like the early 2000s, everyone had it they've, they've not they've, they've not stopped in Wales. Oh, they're, they're a bit behind. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Still on it. But we, we joke with him and that's the only thing that holds his hair, what I he's got left on. I actually used to put that on, even with patches. I used to Did because... Yeah, I remember it was like a tub of like jelly, green yeah, and blue. Like green and mad blue, colours, yeah. yeah, mad colours. <laughs> it was just like gloop, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah and I used yeah, yeah. to, if you think about it, we grew it longer. That's what the hairdresser used to say, you know, that my mother took me to. And I used to gel it, mm. and it would almost act like a glue, if you think yeah, of it yeah, this yeah. way, so it would cover some of the patches. Yeah. So, yeah. House to love. Because I had curtains. My curtains were, were, were kind of down here. When we were on about Peter Andre, that's the, the, the curtain bit. Yeah. Obviously, you know, he, he got his idea of a six-pack from me. <laughs> um, you sure? Was it, was it Foster's or Carling? Uh, Six-fat. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I used to, I used to put that, that gear on my head, and, and, and I'd do it wet, comb it all back, bring it down, and it'd be it'd be wet, and, it, and then it'd go rock hard. Yep. Then I'd crunch it all so that it were out, and, it, and then it'd kind of go... Oh, amazing. Oh, it'd have a float. So envious. <laughs> I never had cool air growing up. Yeah. I'm not saying it were cool. Oh, you fair know. enough. <laughs> Let's just get that, I just, get I that just, right. I had hair, when I was little, I had ringlets. Oh, like, did you? I had really curly hair, really, yeah, really yeah. curly hair. And that, and now, it's when it changed and when it went grey... It's just straight now. Silver fox. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, it's cool though now, isn't it? Yeah. It's cool now, but when I, I started going, like, I was really, really grey in my early 20s and I got a bit of stick for it back then. But yeah. like, in the grand scheme of things, it wasn't the end of the day. I coloured my hair a lot, like up till I was about 30. Yeah. Uh, and now I don't bother because it's cool now yeah. to have <laughs> yeah, yeah. silver hair and be a silver fox and everything. But yeah, it's, it's mad though that things we hold so precious when we're younger... Yeah, and it's like I hair, like you're saying, like you have to have the cool style. Mm. So like, but you, but you like in the formative years, in like the years when you were like 
creating them bonds with people. And, and it's not just that hormones, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. Year, year seven through to year 12, you're, you're wanting to meet girlfriends and stuff like that. And I really struggled, mm. really struggled um, when I lived down south. And when we moved up here, you know, shaving my head, I think it attracts some women as they get older as well, right? You mm. know, um, but certainly my missus, who is now my wife, who we've been together, me and Andy were saying in the car earlier, it's 20, it's 20 years this year, mm. it's nuts. Um, and I am 38, so you've got that right, guys. I was 18 when I met my, my wife. She wasn't my, obviously, wife then, but um, she's always known me with hair. And weirdly, I went through this weird stage when I went to, so I went to what is now Leeds Beckett, it was mm. Leeds Met. Um, I went for treatment at Harrogate Hospital every Wednesday to what um, so I think we talked around this earlier on so we talked about the treatments that I had with the tablets and the topical lotions yeah, yeah, yeah. and I kind of went a bit off that and then I shaved my head and then as time went on I was like I, I would go on holiday when I was like 16, 17 with my family and the sun would make my hair grow and okay. I was like this is weird and to the point like we're getting that white downy hair that we talked yeah. around I was like and I've still got eyebrows at this point thinking do you know what is this a thing so of course we'd moved up here as, as we talked about earlier on so we went to the hospitals up here so Pontefract and Harrogate um, so what they did is they they tried these other things so I used to have injections in my head so sorry if that's squeamish for people but they used to have this little gun they would cock back this, you know, steroid, and I'd look like Hellraiser guys. You know, they would they would inject this thing into my Multiple. head. Multiple. Yeah, we're talking like 12, 14 injections in my head. Wow. Um, imagine, you know, like um, you know, like an ear pierce gun, yeah, that yeah, type yeah. of thing, where it shoots really quick. But I, so I'd have that, um, and then the next thing which they said I could try, but I had to sign a waiver. I remember signing this form was because they're, they're sunburning me, right? So I was going to Harrogate Hospital and they're UVA and UVB light rays. So I would go in with a full tracksuit on, yeah. little goggles. There are photos, again, I can show you some <laughs> evidence of this. So you know, like if you were to go on a sunbed and fall asleep and then yeah. you end up with these So you were bright red? It's pretty much bright red. Your whole body or just, just, just your head? That's why I wore a tracksuit, right? Okay. So, okay. so the only thing that they were effectively burning was my head. Just the bit that everybody saw then. Yeah. Yeah. But so I would look like a lollipop guy. So, you know, think about it. You know, white arms with red head. So, again, you know, I'd met my wife. She wasn't my wife. She was my girlfriend. And she was very supportive over this. Yeah. Right? And it goes back to what we said earlier on. Like, my wife, I don't think I'm a bad looking guy, you know. Um, but obviously, I had a lot of confidence issues because of the way I looked. Um, and my wife, obviously, now, but at the time, girlfriend said, you do whatever you want to do, I'll support you, which was amazing to mm. hear that. So, um, yeah, I went for treatment. I was driving at this point. I was 17, so I could drive to Harrogate Hospital and to Pontefract. But we're talking every week. I'm going on a Wednesday. It was either a Tuesday or Wednesday, and this went through from 17, 18. Yeah. And I remember doing it in the first year in uni. So um, because I'd only lived up here for a short period of time, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't want to move away. I Leeds was new to me, I yeah. you know, if I mention the names Heaven and Hell. Some <laughs> of these places, six pounds all you can drink when we were younger. Th these are amazing. And all my friends that I just got to, you know, know, as, as we talked around because I moved, I, I didn't want to move away, right? Yeah. So uh, I love driving. I passed my test within like 
10 weeks, something like that. It was a really quick. And I spent time um, going into Leeds. And anyway, uh, when I was at Leeds, Leeds uh, met Leeds Beckett as it is now, I would have to take time. I had special compensation from the university because they allowed me to go to Harrogate Hospital quite often. So we went to Harrogate Hospital and they would basically burn me. And it, again, it got to the point where I get growth and there's some photos of me. And I just got to this point where I just went, my wife, again, not my wife at the time, but said, I like you bald. That's it, yeah, and accepted. And then, do you know what? It all stopped. Yeah. From that point forwards, it all stopped. Yeah, so your wife prefers you bald anyway then? Yeah, she... Uh, I remember being in this restaurant in Harrogate called Joe Rigatoni's. Do you remember that one? Did you ever go there? No. Italian restaurant. It's too posh for me in Harrogate. <laughs> I think it was a birthday or something like that. And then after that, I remember saying, I prefer you being bald. And it was quite jet black and a bit patchy still. It still was never like you two. It was yeah. never, you know, and I think if you're doing something, you want to do it right. So I just went, do you know what? It's coming off again. Um, so obviously I was at uni um, and it, it did have an impact on, you know, they, they had to give me compensation in the fact that, you know, and, and I passed, of course I did, but I kind of felt a little bit like I missed out because I was spending literally every week going to hospital, mm. you know, um, signing, like I said to you, I signed this waiver, um, you know, so, I, you know, I finished uni, got into the working you know, life. I, I wanted to get a place with my, my missus that then obviously turned into fiance and obviously getting married and stuff like that. But yeah, at that, at that point in time, she just said, look, I prefer you bald. So again, having someone that you love and accepting. And, yeah. and as you both said, like, let's face it, if you look at me, I look like a bald bloke in a pub. You can, um, you can notice it. Yeah, I can notice it. And for anyone else that's got alopecia out there, probably the same. And and we never actually touched on this, but there's different levels and different types of alopecia as well. So mine was patchy, but literally, guys, like... ...at all. You know, women love it. Women will rub my legs and arms and go, that's amazing. I think you felt my arm earlier on. Yeah, yeah, you made me feel, because so I never even considered again, like, arm yeah. hair is... One, one of the lads from footy would call me a silky sill. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, there are huge benefits in those areas, like... Um, Chafing. Yeah. <laughs> Spider's legs. You know, you know when uh, the Forget ladies, the eyebrows. Yeah. Forget the eyebrows. Chafing. Chafing. Never having Ooh. to worry when you put your favourite speedos on on holiday. Yeah. <laughs> Can't remember the last time I wore speedos. Probably one of Love a speedo. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, more more of the swim shorts for me rather than speedos now. I don't think I could pull speedos off, but I look like David from um, <laughs> the only day in the village probably. Uh, so actually, we should touch on that, right? So there is, uh, I do sometimes. I use it to my advantage. Sometimes I don't. But there is a certain famous um, actor. Um, he's on the Bake Off. He was in Little Britain. Pete's only just realised. I've not. I was just being... Uh, no. Yeah. He, I know realized. exactly who you're going on about. So, And he's lost quite a bit of weight. So it shows what I look like when I'm thinner as well. Um, so, yeah, Matt Lucas, um, who's in uh, of Little Britain fame and... 
many other kind of films he's done and yeah, all yeah, sorts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Doctor Who and everything he was yeah, in. Yeah, he, he did. Um, he did um, Tweedledum and Tweedledee. Yeah, in, in uh, Willy Wonka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Alice in Wonderland. He was uh, yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, 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 Alice in Wonderland. So. Um, some really big films, right? But yeah, he he has alopecia actually. You know, um, does he? Yeah, he's got. Alopecia. See again, I just assumed he was a bald man. Yeah. yeah. So if I if I say the word shooting stars to you, of course. So do you remember? He's a baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. George, um, George, George Jaws. Jaws. Yeah. yeah. So. Dilla, 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 dilla. Yeah. That's I used to get that shouted at me all the time. So obviously, when you're 16, 17, 18, I yeah. could handle that. Yeah. And it would get me free drinks, or it would get us in the bars earlier, or, oh my God, it's Matt Lucas, or it's George Dawes. Because, again, we've come from that area where we've got this crazy guy in a, a one-piece suit. Yeah he, yeah, he dressed as a baby, didn't dressed he? Dressed as a baby, um, banging the drums, saying some crazy things. Yeah. And I might have done the same. I've never actually, to this day, dressed up like that, but it would be hilarious. But, you know, other programmes like Little Britain would come out, and again, you can handle them as... You yeah. know, as you go on, but yeah, there there is um. I don't know what it is, but I think most people that have alopecia of a white lighter, not necessarily mm. white skin, but a lighter skin tone like me, I think will probably get said they look like Matt Lucas. Yeah. There's also another famous lady who um, you'll probably know. Did you ever read FHM magazine? Yeah. Gail oh, Potter. Gail Potter. Yeah. yeah, of course. She got alopecia, didn't she? Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, so I think hers came from um, when she, I believe it's when she had a child. Um, the stress is maybe on her body. And yeah, she's completely bald um, as well. I remember her being this little blonde Scotch lass. Yeah. Yeah. I, had a, I had a massive thing for Gail Potter. FHM when I was World's I think we all have to hold our hands up. There's probably because she was that again. We're of that age. Like we were the FHM lauded mm. yeah. nuts magazine. Lad mag. Yeah, la, the, the, when the lad mag first came, out, I don't mean like top shelf jazz mags. I mean like <laughs> <laughs> lads mags that you no, could. The cheaper ones. The legit. <laughs> what was what was like Max nuts Power back magazine. in the? Max love Max. So I used to buy all that. She were projected on on a big building on, in London. On a, on, she? Wasn't she on Big Ben? Like Houses of yeah, Parliament I, or something at one point. You know, and, and I hope she would listen to your podcast. Obviously she should do, well, but um, I'd, I'd, I'd love to know if Gail Potter listens to our podcast. I, I believe she's probably an advocate of alopecia charities. And again, that's the other thing, like Andy and I talked around this earlier on. There wasn't any kind of support networks, charities, anything like that. And mm. I've had a conversation with them, they, uh, you know, on a home hands up. I've not really done anything with them other than share LinkedIn posts, but they do some cracking stuff that I've seen, like Alopecia UK, um, uh, the, the thing that they invite me to that I, I couldn't unfortunately make, and they do this as an annual event. They invite children to Alton Towers. Oh, wow. Every cool. year. And the, uh, uh, Definitely uh, big up to Alton Towers. Yeah, so, <laughs> so I don't think it's necessarily all, all, always Alton Towers. We Merlin, you should give us yeah. a free ticket. Yeah, yeah, to be yeah. fair, but um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, what they would do is, uh, and they would all wear the same T-shirts and stuff like that. And I never had anything like that. So when I did meet up with Alopecia UK, they're actually based in Shipley. Are they really? Yeah, they're in Shipley, so yeah. close to us. Yeah, so I, I really should do more. I just again, I, maybe we'll talk about this in another podcast. But I've had a lot going on. Um, I feel like we have, like we've spent almost an hour chatting to you, and I just feel like we, because obviously we know a little bit more about about your life yeah. and and the journey that you've been through. We've literally just touched the surface of this. Like 
obviously we'd love to have you back on another episode because there's so much more we want to talk yeah, you'll to you have to get in contact with my agent we, yeah. we will, I wish I had we will get in touch with your agent <laughs> and, um, and and we'll make sure it happens I feel like I'm Big Meeks you know like on you know that Gonzalo or whatever it is <laughs> so Big Meeks is Micah, Micah Richards right okay you yeah. could be like Olivier Giroud or Thierry Henry you're going to have to be Carragher mate I right? think don't. No, no, no I don't, don't want to be. Seen it. No, I don't want to be. You're closer to the Scouts. Though, I'd, I'd be Terry Henry. Terry Henry. Terry Henry. I think what what Pete's just said, and, and what we, you know, what we were going to try and do, we were going to try and do two episodes this evening and, and cover cover your latter years yeah. or, or more recent years. But as you can probably hear, S Club 7 are banging about in background. And, and it, it's and good to have them in the house, isn't it? <laughs> it's good to know they're still going, bless them. Um, it, it, life took a bit of a, of, of a different trajectory um, yeah. of, of more recent years. And, and what we'll try and do is get you back in and we'll, we'll cover... We'll cover that. that, that yeah, no, happy to do that. Really enjoyed tonight yeah. as well, guys. But yeah, yeah, it's been great. And and this is this is what we're all about and what we always set about. It's it's good, open conversation. And it's it's been great chatting with you. No, no, lovely to meet you, yeah, you too. as well, because it's the first time we've met. But thanks for sharing the trials and tribulations of, of growing up and being in high school with the condition that you got. Like alopecia. I, I'll make sure I share all the links as well to Alopecia UK and, and um, Alton yeah, no, Towers as well. Yeah. Alton Towers. <laughs> By the way, Alton Towers. Yeah. <laughs> it's not too late to make Nick happy and send him a t-shirt and some free tickets to Alton Towers because he feels he missed out on that support. Free going to CBB's land. Probably not the one we want to go to. We want to go. I'm on, just uh, keen on you on Nemesis, dressed as uh, George Dawes. It's not open. You know Nemesis yeah, is they're, short. They're, they're rebuilding they're it. They're rebuilding uh, the track, aren't they? Oh well. So it have to be CBB's land. That's that our window, <laughs> which, is, which is the one I did recently with my daughter. I, 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 I saw a TikTok the other day, and they were going on about. Um, of course, you did. Oh yeah, because I'm on TikTok. You're so I? down with the kids. Oh, I am totally. <laughs> and there was like um, Alton Towers now and then. And it was like I the last time I went to Alton Towers, air was brand new. Okay, yeah. yeah. Right. So there was no Quite smiler. There was no. Oh, we don't want to talk about that one. That's no, that's one, that's different. It's got its own story. Um, but like log flumes gone. You know, like you sat in the bath. Yeah. yeah. And there was the ducks and oh, everything. Yeah, the, the imperial leather. Imperial sponsored. leather one. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's gone. I'm lost. That's made room for Wicker Man. I th- I think Oblivion is going. Is it? Oh, no, I you like to believe it. Yeah, that's drops. the straight down one, isn't it? Yeah. Don't look down. Yeah. Gone. Yeah. Interesting fact as well for you that I never knew. They're not allowed to build roller coasters over the tree line. As yeah, well. that's why... That's um, why Nemesis is like... It's in a valley, isn't it? Th- yeah. there, was a, there was a couple that they had to come down because of that, weren't there? Yeah. Anyway, we're digressing. We're really <laughs> giving Alton Towers yeah. too much free credit in this episode. Just wobbling his mouth now. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, I'll make sure I share all the links for Alopecia UK. If anybody want that has listened uh, to this podcast, is affected in any way and wants to get any more information uh, regarding the condition, then I'll make sure I share the links on that. Once again, Nick, thank you so, so much for joining My us. Pleasure. Cheers for having a chat with us. Um, we've laughed and joked, but thanks for sharing your story and it's your journey. Right. It's it's, we're, it's the reason why we kind of do it. It's meant to be open and we try yeah. and make it as as open platform and as as fun as we can as we as we talk about certain things and it's uh, it's great that you've joined us but we we are conscious that there's so much more we want no, to talk to you mate. about and um, we'll absolutely get you back and um we'll we'll could always be a trilogy couldn't it? could be you know <laughs> but i've really enjoyed tonight so thanks very much for joining us no worries mate
Andy, you got anything on the clause? No, no, nothing more. Looking forward to, well, I'm looking forward to seeing you and speaking to you again on here. It'll be tough, um, but it'll be a very um, important yeah, absolutely. conversation. We'll let one. Yeah, I, I would say tune back in because, uh, yeah, there's a lot more to the story, right? Yeah, there absolutely is. So thank you very much, uh, everyone, for joining us. Uh, make sure you're following us on our socials. Just a small message as well as we are ramping up towards our first uh charity fundraising event that we're doing here in the beautiful Manor Hatter in Headingley where we're currently filming uh, this episode as well. All the information is on there for the Emerald Ball which is on the 10th of November uh, this year. Tickets are available. Follow the links. But from us for tonight, thank you very much and we'll see you soon. See you later. See ya.